0: Love Talk Radio. Revolution. here for an long new episode of the A.J. Brunette Show. good to be here. We're here to bash liberals once again, and we are on. Hello? Thank you for coming back, listening to the show. Uh, 347-308-8073, or press the talk button on... Um, the show on the show page. If you want to be part of the program, we would love to have you on the air. Okay, um, quite a bit to discuss tonight. Uh, I want to touch on the subject of uh, liberal intolerance first. Susan, um, just in general. Now, when you go, know, some of you listening or studying or whatnot, and when you're in a pretty much any sort of course, in any, any sort of school, you have to listen to left-wing indoctrination. Does anyone like... Do you, I mean, do you see anything wrong with this? I mean... But what these people do is they'll present their opinion... And they'll make it seem as it's facts, and then you feel pressured to accept this opinion. This is not education. And almost any school that you go to, you have to listen to this vitriol, this pack of lies. No wonder why our society is so, so messed up. I mean, you could say that it's because a lot of these professors or a, a legacy of the 60s and former hippies and drug addicts and whatnot, but <clears throat> even so, I mean, obviously it's not much of an influence in certain in certain natures, but you can't go through four years, probably, without hearing this left-wing nonsense. I don't want to hear in a class how... Um, for instance, there's this one guy who's a this old liberal kook and, you know, always talking about how uh, affirmative action is so good and defending and saying it's not racist um, or defending this, this healthcare nonsense, this universal healthcare uh, socialized system or today defending uh, the EPA, saying that global warming is somehow uh, hazardous and it should be regulated under the Clean Air Act. Because we really trust the EPA, which is run by a left-wing zealot, appointed by a left-wing zealot. That is not science, that is politics. That is them finding a way to push their radical ideology. And for people to think, that this is somehow um, any sort of unbiased, fair approach. No wonder why, I'm sure some of the people in the audience today are left-wing jealous because they've been indoctrinated, not only in universities and colleges, but throughout school, high school and middle school and before. The stuff they teach you throughout your entire cumulative education, career is simply that well, you better believe what we're saying and you better not question it or we're going to go after you. Now, Granted, there are some who, even though they'll make their views open, they um, are not going to hold it against you. But then there are plenty who will hold it against you. And you are essentially more or less blackmailed into not saying anything. And if you do say something, they'll take it out on you. And who do they side with always? side with the teacher. So they'll side with the professor. This is not... This is what the education system in this country has become, or in general has become. This isn't right. You know... That's why we need to have a sense of values back into schools. What we've done in in essence, by completely desec- by completely secularizing the school system in this country. What we have done is create a situation where people grow up without any care to know about history without any care to be good citizens, without any care to to think on their own, or without any care to have any sense of values. That is what our society produces. Now, granted, there are some exceptions, and numerically wise, sure, there's a, a good number of people who are not like this, but... Percentage-wise, most people are. You know, people can There's people who care more about watching reality TV than actually learning things. Why not watch uh, some show on history or National Geographic or a, or a show that actually you learn something from, or read an interesting book the fact that people that, is, that really gets me to. that's systematic of this decline of, of just our society in general, and the way people think and act. I mean, people actually sit there and watch this, reality, these reality shows, this garbage. It's trash. It is absolute trash. <clears throat> and how anyone could sit through and watch this stuff. You know, I I don't even watch any, I don't watch any reality shows anymore. Well, I mean, granted, I didn't watch real reality shows, like Amazing Race, Survivor, stuff like that, but, you know, those are, like, competitive, but every, you know, those might fall into the category a little bit, but the, the hardcore ones, the ones that are just the same thing, slightly changed around and repackaged, garbage. You cannot be intelligent and be entertained by that. That is not intelligent entertainment. That, in fact, is cheap entertainment. That, in fact, is for the sheeple, for people who do not care to be educated citizens, who do not care about bettering the world or bettering society. Is that the kind of world we want to live in? With people who do not care or to care to learn from history that's why there are so many ignorant people when you say you know talk about for instance the demographic crisis um, both in Europe and in the United States in the United States the demographic crisis is the fact that there are so many Hispanics coming into the country many of which come in here illegally And, you know, people talk about, uh, you know, not (laughs) increasing the population too much. Well, whites are barely at replacement or actually maybe even a little below replacement. But Hispanics come in here and they have three children compared to two children, 50% higher. Why do they get to have so many kids? Why do they get to fill up the country that their ancestors didn't build? They have almost the entire rest of the Americas. You know, save for Canada, uh, Argentina, Uruguay, to an extent, Chile, pretty much the rest of the Americas. Can't the United States stay a country where we speak English, where, or where there's many cultures that are absorbed and not one trying to come in and dominate and change the fundamentals of this nation? Okay, I see in the chat here, There are some liberals who don't understand my argument. What I am saying is that there is a cultural decline, and the fact that people do not care to be educated, the fact that people have no moral basis that they live their lives upon is leading to the fact that the United States, this is the first example I'm using, that the United States is collapsing. And how is it collapsing? Because people do not understand. Okay, let's say, go back in time... 200 years. If you went back in time 200 years, you would find people who cared much more about our civilization, much more about our society. These people would know more about history. They would care more about knowledge. They would care more about living with moral values. And look at the way people behave now. Look at the way they they don't care about things. Especially... There are people who will go out there and not even care to know more. For instance, here's another another example of pure ignorance. Of pure ignorance. Um, and I see another comment here, Not on the, before I get to that example, not on the chat here, but someone uh, on a different chat, uh, in 10 years... Well, it's not in 10 years, but they say 2042 now that whites will be less than half of the population. Now then people will shout, you're a racist, racist this, racist that. It's not about race. Here is what it's about. It's about the fact that there are certain groups that built this country, some longer than others, but there are certain nationalities, certain uh, cultural traditions whose people from their sweat, and from the blood that they shed, that they shed in wars, and through building our country, deserve and have a right to occupy the majority of this nation. It is is not a right for an an alien culture to come in here not speaking our language, not caring to be absorbed into the culture, not caring to contribute to it, wanting to turn it into uh, a New Mexico that you know, as in a New Mexico or a new banana republic, one of those Central American banana republics. That's not what America's about. And we allow this to happen. You know, if we had elected uh Mitt Romney as president, for instance, he had a very fair solution that would have took take care of part of this problem. These twelve million or so illegal immigrants, what you do is this. You you know, you're humane about it. You give them, say, six months a period of time, put your affairs in order and leave. Go back to your countries. You can apply for a work visa then and come back legally. What gives these people the right to come in here illegally and what if they got amnesty? That's just a way to funnel millions more voters into the democratic voting machine. And it's not only the illegals, the ones who are here legally too don't care to be absorbed into the culture. Now, that's not to say that we shouldn't have diversity. I do like some diversity. It's nice to have some of it. But there was a limit. There was a limit to where it gets to be too much and where it gets to undermine the fabric of our country and fundamentally change its entire composition. You know, by, um, if the current trends hold, by the end, uh, was it by, yeah, by the end of the century, there, w- there will only be, this is the figure I saw from this, this estimation, twenty five percent white by the end of the century in this country twenty five percent ah that's disturbing, considering it's seventy five percent now, it'll be a third of what it is then. so we're losing our heritage, and in Europe, the problem is even worse in certain instances. You have this Islamic invasion. hey at least our at least our legal immigrants are coming in here. Um, and not trying to kill us, but in Europe, you have 25, 30 million Muslims, and more coming in every year. And then they reproduce like they reproduce even by even higher rates than, than Hispanics in the U.S. You have certain Muslim countries that have four, or five children when they come into Europe, and the, the native populations, you know, are having 1.3, 1.5, maybe a little higher than that, depending on the country. So you're seeing population decline, and then you're seeing the opposite among Muslims in Europe. The, once again, Italy is for Italians, France is for French, England is for English, Norway is for Norwegians, Dutch that's no, right. Holland Holland is for Dutch. for the Dutch. I can keep on going. Germany is for Germans. Pick a country. These countries have unique traditions, unique cultures, unique heritages, unique genetics. And for massive waves, for in Germany, for instance, there are almost three million Turks in Germany. Now, um, the Turks already took over uh, the Byzantine Empire. They already stole quite a bit of land. Do they have to steal Germany too? Or take you know, Bangladeshis, Pakistanis, North various North Africans, all flooding in massive numbers into Europe. And what do they do? They're going to have tons of children. They're going to push for Sharia law, and they've let these people in there. These people who preach hate and intolerance in their mosques, these people who subjugate women, these people who do not believe in liberty, who do not believe in democracy, who do not believe in Western ideals. And we allow this to take foot in our society, and we condemn those who dare speak up about it as Islamophobes or, if you're especially stupid, as racists, even though Islam is not a race and we repeat the stakes of history over and over and over again look at what happened to the roman empire for instance how did that collapse they allowed in so many so many foreigners and they put and, and their military was taken over by mercenaries by they destroyed themselves from the inside out and they lost the will to survive And what happened, you might say, well, Rome was, was a composition of many different cultures, and, and anyone could be a Roman. Well, true, but that's the same as, say, the United States. All these different cultures came and formed the United States of America. But then something changed. People lost the will to survive, lost the will to preserve something unique that they established. And when they lost the will to do that, Their civilization crumbled and centuries of darkness, centuries of ignorance flourished in. Is that something we want? And people try and play this off. They try and act like it's not a big deal. These are the same people who have been saying the same things, the same old arguments for Centuries and even longer than that. It's history that repeats itself over and over and over again. It is cyclical, and we don't realize it's too late until it's too late. And people refuse to recognize problems, and they refuse to confront them right head on either through some misguided sense of righteousness or through just pure ignorance. And shame on us, if we lose this battle, if we allow this this cycle to continue. Some might say it's inevitable, but it's only inevitable because we allow it to be so. Why must we allow it to be so? Why can we not say we recognize the things that are harming society, the things that are going to destroy Western civilization, that are going to destroy liberty and freedom and democracy? We recognize those signs. We're going to fight them. We're going to fight those who try to destroy them. And we'll face those challenges head on. Why can't we say that? because we have lost the will to survive and our society is filled with people whom pale by past generations. Now granted, not to say there are not many numerically brave and and knowledgeable people alive and ones who care, but compared to past generations, it's simply not so. Because we've declined our entire civilization has declined. 347 308 or press the mic button on my show page if you want to talk on the air. I understand if I'm too uh, intimidating to challenge. You might think you're not able to say, I don't quite agree with you, Dr. Bruno. And I'm going to take you on, but we'll have to see if if they have the courage to do that. Usually it doesn't end very well. Those of you who listen to the program very well no, but yes. Uh, so call up if you'd want to be part of the program. We would love to. We would love to have you. All. It would be much appreciated. Okay, back to the show here. I hope those of you listening understand what I try to explain. because it's important that we try to make sure that we can do things differently this time. One thing we have to do definitely is get rid of these Democrats in the United States and get rid of Barack Hussein Obama and keep them out permanently. Please just stop giving them another chance. It's time people get the idea that no matter how many times you say Maybe they're not so bad, and how many chances you give them. It's really not going to work out. Sorry to say it, but it's just not going to happen. So please, can we avoid this problem in the future? Can we vote in people who. Oh, I don't know. Um, Don't do this. That would be great. Okay. um, Tell me what you think about this. Should we have a special show here devoted just to uh, the Republic, or should we talk about the issues of the world in general. I'd be interested to know what uh what people prefer. I happen to find real life politics uh more interesting than the politics, but well, that might just be that might just be me. Because who wants to listen the same thing all the You got to mix it up. I think it's important to uh, do that, definitely. And if we don't do that, we'll get bored of real life or e-life. Why don't we have both? Makes things more interesting. Anyway, so um, there's this pattern of leftist intolerance. And we really have to combat it. We need to do this, because if we don't do this, the entire society we have is going to be transformed into something that it's not, that it shouldn't be. As it becomes that, it's going to be too late to undo it. It's going to be too late to undo the ignorance, undo the damage, and by then, it'll probably, probably won't matter anymore, but <sighs> the world's going to end on December 21st, 2012, anyway, right? So we don't have to worry about it. But just in case it doesn't. Maybe we should think about where we're heading, what we're doing, and if we should change it. Anyway, 347, 408, oh, fourth, wait, did I just mess up the, my own number? Um... Okay, sorry about that. I got mixed up for a second here. Uh, 347-408-8073. I was mixing up a couple different numbers. Anyway, uh, (laughs) you can call that number or you can press the talk button on the show page. Moving on. Um, Okay, so there are elections coming up next year. I know it's a little early to think about that. I don't like thinking about them too much ahead of time, but it's, it's important to, to consider. I think it is absolutely instrumental that the Republicans gain the House and they can gain the Senate too. The question is, can this be done? And also, if you are 25 or you'll be 25 in the next year, let me know. I'll be your campaign manager. We'll win a seat. You'll make me the youngest chief of staff in Washington. And it'll be well. It'll be awesome. Because next year you're gonna see forty, fifty some odd Democrats go down in flames. So it's important to um to recruit some good candidates. Definitely. Um, excuse me. Although it's not gonna Although, we still have to deal with uh three more years of Barack Hussein Obama, which, oh, I know, it's going to be a very long three years. It's horrible. Anyway, what do you expect? He is Barack Hussein Obama. Like like that song. Um, mm, 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 Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> uh, we should make our own Obama song, except that I don't think it would be very kind to him. He is the definition of fail. The man just fails so much. Anyway, um, moving on here. Why don't we discuss, or not so much discuss, why don't we have a special guest on the show? The question is, though, who are we going to have on tonight's show? Well, I'm happy to tell you that um, we are joined by someone who understands the national security interests of our country. Yes, you got it right. Jack Bauer is on the line. Uh, Let's see. uh, Hello, Mr. Bauer. Oh, you don't believe this. Um yes, you're actually on the show. <laughs> what, have you done? what have you done? Whoa, 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 I've just put you on the show, that's all. You're on the program, that's all. Relax, relax. I can mean, tell the finish with you. You're gonna wish you felt this good again. Okay, well I, I thought we agree on these sorts of issues and um you know, I, I don't think you should uh you should talk in that way. I didn't come into your office, Mr. Bauer. Um, you're violating my constitutional rights by talking to me that way. Wow. You know, you need serious help. I don't believe you. Alright, well, I, I don't want to deal with this right now. Apparently, um... You're you're acting quite oh. whoa, whoa, whoa 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 whoa. Okay, Mr. Bauer. Um I've had just about enough of that. Anyway, uh thank you for that. So, uh <laughs> uh the house would be better with out of Pelosi? Yes, it would be. Um oh I can't stand Pelosi. The fact that she's gonna be speaker for a total of at least four years, when all is said and done, is just sad. I mean, she is just horrible. It, you know, I, I like looking up there. See, like for instance, when there was a, when there was an address to Congress, a joint session of Congress, or when there was a uh, State of the Union, you look up there, and, and what do you say? You see President Bush down there in the middle. And above him, flanking him, or VP Cheney and Speaker Hester. Hester. And then after the Dems won in 06, I had to look at Pelosi's ugly face. Oh, my God, it was horrible. And she, like, she blinks so often. It's so annoying. And once you notice it, when, when when she's behind him, if you ever, if you like, if you, like that joint session of Congress, you could see it there or whatnot. Um, Or I I noticed that during Bush's um, State of the Unions, she just blinks 500 times a minute. It's just awful. It is just awful. (laughs) But yeah, she has to go, and these Lib Dems have to go. And you know, these so-called conservative blue dog Democrats, why don't they just become Republicans? The Democratic Party is dominated by the far left. You're not going to get very far there. You can maneuver yourself for some consolation prizes, but that's pretty much all you can really do. And um, it's a shame. All right, 347-308-8073 is the call if you want to be on the show, Is the numbers are. Or you can press the talk button and be on the program. Uh, I see some trolls writing stuff here, especially the infamous Corey Blake uh, from E-Australia. He doesn't really have the, um, even though he's an American, but he's a wannabe. He doesn't really have the courage to take me on, much like most liberals or most rhinos uh rather um and you know I get that you can't compete intellectually not everyone has a has much of a brain it's it's well it's kind of something to be ashamed of, but hey, don't worry about it because I will make up and think for both of us How about that Epic win it is an epic win, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, back to topic of discussion here. why let's ask this question. Let's pose this question. Why would anybody support the Democrat Party? What possible appeal could it have? It always fails. It always messes up the country. It always leaves a big mess for Republicans to clean up. And it takes years and years and years. And yet people somehow think they're going to be better. And it makes no sense at all. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, You'll have to excuse me. It's getting towards final. It's getting towards um, the end of the semester here. I'm starting to run out of gas. Excuse me. Um, Anyway. um, Lots of train of thought. So it's getting to the point where It's as if people have a death wish for America. Like, why on earth would you ever support these people? What possible good can they do? What have they ever done? Maybe a long time ago, but nowadays it's crystal clear. The Democrats don't do anything good, it's a party of surrender, of socialism. Of secularism, of radical social policies—that's what shows. That's what it's about. That's all the Democratic Party is. All the Democrat Party is about. And you know what? Especially gets me. And People will bring the issue of race into this when I mention this, and it's not about race. Really, is. what it's about is the fact that, um, excuse me, sorry, yeah, uh, you could see it wearing on me. What it's about is the fact that. The serving group in our country, the Negroes, now there are some good ones, granted, but 95% voted for Obama, and they vote 90% for Democrats every election. There's no group, no demographic group that's close to that. If you ask the average one, if they knew anything about some of his viewpoints or what not. They didn't care. They would just care that he was a Democrat and he was black, which explains the 95% compared to 90%. Why should these sorts of people have the right to vote? If it wasn't for them, we would make a wise decision every election. What we should have done is what Lincoln's idea was, original, resettle them in Africa. Because a society, now sure certainly there are some nice ones so some can stay, but by and large, they just don't meld into our society very well. And if we ignore this fact, it's not gonna do us any good. Who commits the vast majority of crimes in this country? You know, who requires most of the welfare? Who has the lowest economic, economic standards, the lowest IQs? It's just not a healthy thing to have in our society. Call it racist if you want, but I think the past 140 years, 45 years have shown that it's just not feasible to have these groups in our society. They just can't make these decisions for themselves. And that's why they think the Democrats are going to help them, and they're not. The Republicans freed them. The Republicans gave them civil rights. And they just are too dumb and easily manipulated to recognize that. So pretty much, think of it this way. Every election, every election, if it's let's say it's 90%, right? Just say 90%. Or even 88%, a little less than that sometimes. The Democrats automatically, if the let's say that there's the population of blacks in the country is about twelve and a half percent or so. So pretty much a twelve point advantage. They get a twelve point handicap every election. That's twelve percent guaranteed to vote Democrat, even if hell freezes over. Um let's see. Uh, someone says here, what about how people have bashed Obamacare when health care is needed reform for 40 years? Um, Obamacare, there are some Democrats who are insisting on having abortion coverage in there. What it does, is re- and what, what this does is, is replace insurance company bureaucrats with government bureaucrats. If anything, government bureaucrats will be wrong. Why don't, you, why don't they impose certain requirements on these insurance companies? that they can't deny important uh, medical services that some try to get away with. Certainly there are corruptions in the industry, but just because it needs some fixing does not mean you completely alter something that is mostly, for the good part, a good thing and get away with it and just put something else in there, which is a total waste of money and pointless. And it's the government way to control a large portion of the economy. What do you do? Is you make slight changes, you patch it up. You know, if uh, uh, if somebody, you know, if I if I come up with a pocket knife and cut your arm, are you going to bandage it up and let it heal, or are you going to, you know, amputate the whole arm and and put a prosthetic on it? It's the same sort of thing. We've been, the system is cut with a knife. It doesn't need to be amputated and replaced. But these ideologues just don't care. Because it's about ideology. It's not about sensibility. It's not about taking the right course of action. Uh, and, and the Republicans have targeted their lies towards the senior citizens, at least in my. It is not. How is it a lie? And then of course, another liberal is too cowardly to call up. How is it a lie? The fact that there will be death panels, which there will be, which will say, hey, so and so is 80 years old. He's not going to really put any more money in there. How much is this going to cost us? Oh, you need this to survive. What, another couple of years? Eh, I'll let you die. Same sort of thing. That's better. That's okay where they can make these sorts of decisions, government bureaucrats can do that, that's better. Eventually, this will happen to everyone. You know what? This should not be okay. Those who think it's okay are frankly just twisted. These people are out of their mind. You don't just you don't, no, no. You don't patch healthcare when it's so poor. Oh, oh yes. Our president's decided to take it head on. Oh, this guy is just just a total leftist liberal tool. He's taking it head on. How is he taking it head on? What he's done. He's decided to destroy the entire system head That's what he's done. You think that's a good thing? It's not a good thing. Competition is a good thing. Perhaps some regulation, but in general, free market competition. By having the government run everything... Oh, I see. This other guy calls me a tool here. Uh, so we have a liberal in the chat. Uh, some, most of you aren't seeing this, but there's a liberal in the chat here and he's arguing with a rhino. Interesting. Huh. I seem to attack I seem to attract uh, all sorts of losers here. But um it's just sad that we have fools on both sides. This is what we would call Epic fail. Oh, oh, I'm a neo-Nazi, yes, of course. (laughs) Because anyone who has staunch, solid, conservative positions apparently has to be a neo-Nazi. These are the same sorts of fear-mongering hate tactics that the left always uses. Same sorts of tactics. Yet we put up with it. Outrageous. It's outrageous that we do. We should. What we should do is give these people a piece of our mind. Is it Nazi left, dumbass? No, not Nazis. You are Stalinist, perhaps. Stalinist in the sense that you want the government to control everything. In the sense that you don't believe in liberty. You don't believe in freedom. And it's unfortunate that there are people like that who just don't believe in the foundations of America. And there are many in this country like that. Many who simply just don't care. They simply just don't care. And yet, that's well, the situation we face. 347 308 8073. Or press the mic button if you would like to talk on the air. It would be great to have you on the show. If you wish. If you think you can take me out. And I must warn you, I think it is a big if. Well, that's just me. Let's see. What about McCain's total support for our moving enough troops? Um, Well, I'm not a big McCain fan, but if you're referring to moving in in, in troops in... um, Afghanistan. Well, we should have done what the general suggested us. But I, I have explained to death what I as the, excuse me, what I perceive as the problems with the situation. What I perceive as the problems with our not so great strategy. In the fact, in the fact that while we have a military surge, we simply do not have a spiritual surge. We simply allow fundamentalist Islam. We simply allow fundamentalist Islam to take root, of course, as it's already taken root, we're allowed to spread. And look, what the Afghan, what the Government in Afghanistan is doing that, actually negotiating and trying to like play nice with the Taliban. These are the same monsters, these terrorists that we dealt with originally. They want to play nice with them. That's because Afghanistan is not truly a free state. Sure, it has a democracy in name only, pretty much. Apostasy is applied there. That's what the Taliban would do the country is based on Islamic law, although not as strictly as it was under the Taliban, but it still is. That's a good thing. Um, It's not a good thing. And it's something we should prevent. in the future. Um, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm actually feeling a bit dizzy here, so I'm going to cut it off a few minutes early. Uh, thanks. Oh, wait. Let's see here. Dr. All right. I could suck it up the last 12 minutes. Okay. Um, all right. By the way, if you want to call up 347- 308-8073 or press the mic button to talk on the program. Now, Anyway, um, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. In uh, Massachusetts today, there was a primary for the uh, Senate race to fill the seat... Uh, Vacated by the late, not-so-great Orca of Cape Cod, Ted Kennedy. Um, I think Ted Kennedy's birthday should be National Fail Day. That would be a good day for it because he is an epic fail. I mean, there was just so much fail involved with Ted. Uh, Anyway, so... Well, speaking of the seat, before we get into the details of it, um, why do we? Why when he died, he got he got treat, better treatment than presidents. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I don't remember all that buzz over Jesse Helms dying, who was the conservative lion of the Senate. Uh, Oh, God, I have to reply to this. On the chat, that same liberal troll said uh, National Day of Fail should be every May 1st on behalf of Bush's announcement of Mission Accomplished. Bush never said Mission Accomplished. It was a banner that was made up by other people that he didn't even know was there. And he never said it. It was just a banner. Um, so that's just That's just little things that liberals pick at. You left to think you're so clever, you think you're so cool, and the fact is that you're not. And the fact is that you're quite fail. And fail does not even begin to describe it. I mean, there is just so much fail involved. Can words describe the fail? And the answer, quite frankly, I'm afraid, is nay. It cannot. Anyway, three four seven 308, zero, eight, zero, three, or press the mic button. If you would like to talk on the program, we'd love to have you on the show, so feel free to call. Anyway, let's get back to the issues at hand here. What are the issues that we face? We face the fact that there are leftists out there who will stop at nothing to destroy our country, who will stop at nothing to undermine future generations and destroy the very fabric of our society. There are liberals who just say the same old garbage. regurgitate the same trash, and they think it's somehow clever, and it's not. It's quite pathetic. So to those people, I say, quite frankly, fail. For now, this is Dr. H. A. J. Bruno. Thanks for listening, and I'm signing out.